Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to a solo episode on the Cosmic Collective Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I've chatted with you all one-to-one. Wow, we've had some incredible guests and I just want to talk about that for a little bit. And then I'm really excited to dive into today's episode, more of a deep dive on manifestation. So yeah, let me get you up to speed because holy crap, it's been wild since the last time I spoke with you guys, which would have been, I probably recorded that episode probably like three to four weeks ago now. So For me, it feels like I have not spoken with you all in so long on like a solo episode type of basis, Um, but we've had some really incredible guests on the podcast, um, some of which have already gone live that you have heard with um, Jordan Dunnan, the founder and CEO of Hatchpath, which I'm going to talk to you guys about in a second too, because I have a really sweet deal for you. Um, And then just an absolute dream as well with last week's episode with um, incredible artist Cadence Floria. Seriously, guys, like I need to talk about these manifestations because it is so wild to me. And I just, I want to share it because, you know, I feel like manifesting things can sometimes be like really scary because you have to take these leaps and do like really uncomfortable things. But I want to share with you guys how it paid off for me um, and how it, I mean, it's been paying off for me. Um, you know, the last few years, I've had to take a lot of uncomfortable leaps of faith, but specifically with like some of the guests that we're having on the podcast, it's just been really, really wild. Um, so I want to kind of get into that, but right now, um, it's the full moon in Libra and it's been an interesting full moon. I have to admit. Um, and in Montreal here, we have gotten hit with a huge ice storm despite it being spring, um, and April. Um, so much so we've actually, the half of the city has gone without power, um, for almost 24 hours now. Um, I have power. Thank, thank God. Um, we've had power for about the last, we we were out of power for about six hours last night and everything seems to be working just fine now. Thank God. Um, but yeah, so many things are just like shut down. It's really, really quiet in the city, which is really nice, but, uh, we have over a million, um, different homes in the city and, uh, half a million of them had no power or still have no power. So I'm hoping that by the time you guys hear this, that has been definitely rectified. I hope so. I hope it's not days without power. Um, I'm also hoping that the grocery store is open because my fridge has bare food in it and um, your girl's hungry. So let's just hope I can get to the grocery store later today. And uh, that uh, I think grocery stores have generators though, right? Should be fine. Anyways, we'll we'll find out. I'll I'll let you guys know. (laughs) Um, But a couple of weeks ago, I did another episode with Jordan Dunnan, the founder and CEO of Hatchpath. And if you don't know what Hatchpath is, it's an online marketplace, um, basically like an ecosystem for coaches and clients. So, you know, there's there's coaching for literally everything. And Jordan 
is a graduated client of mine. He was uh, one of my coaching clients back in 2020 and 2021 when I first started out. And uh, he is now seeing that there is a, a gap that needs to be filled in the coaching industry so that coaching can um, be achievable and accessible for um, not just, you know, the 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 1% of the population who uh, gets coaching. Um, so I am really, really proud of him for that. So I'm going to leave some information in the, the show notes in the description. If you're a coach who is looking to start or expand your practice, literally, you can be a coach for literally anything. Um, there are like golfing coaches and holistic nutritionists and myself um, who are on Hatchpath. There are Reiki practitioners. There are um, manifestation coaches. So there's there's a whole bunch. It's a, it's a very... Um, how do you say, um, a lot of different types of people, a lot of different types of coaches can, can, um, have their services on Hatchpath. So, um, I'm going to link that below. And also if you're a client and you're like, I need a coach in this budget for this particular field of expertise, like that's the great thing about, um, Hatchpath because you can put a budget and you'll only get matched with coaches who work within your budget. So it's not like you're meeting a coach and really loving it and then feeling disappointed because, you know, maybe their fee is not something that is accessible to you at the moment. So I'm going to leave more information uh, linked below. And the really, really amazing thing that Jordan is doing um, for you guys, for podcast listeners, it's like not even a thing on my Instagram. I did share about it on my Instagram for people who listen to the podcast to come and pay attention to what's on the podcast. But um, just for podcast listeners, um, if you are a coach and you are interested in being on Hatchpath and, and having your services and running your business through Hatchpath, um, until April 30th, Jordan is offering you guys through my referral, um, the free for life offer. So basically what that means is, um, you know, the first hundred coaches or something like that, we had a, we got a free for life offer for starting in with his startup. And that basically means we don't experience any processing fees or anything like that. And that's not the case with anyone else who is onboarding now, they're going to have to pay processing fees. So essentially like, um, if you're a business owner and you have like a payment method, like you use Stripe or something, Stripe takes a portion of your, your fee, right? It's called a processing fee. PayPal does the same. Um, and so basically with this offer, Jordan is saying, if you join Hatchpath by April 30th with my referral, um, you won't have any processing fees. So the platform is always free. Um, but you're also going to get zero, processing fees, uh, 0% processing fees, um, for the rest of your life. So whenever you sign up, just, um, whenever it goes, how did you hear about Hatchpath? Just select Mads, um, on the drop down menu and that offer will apply to you. And I think this is a really smart move. This is going to be huge. It's already huge. Um, and I, I see a huge, 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 huge opportunity for, um, this network to grow. So, uh, yeah, get in on it, meet your soulmate clients, clients, meet your soulmate coaches. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be epic. So I, I'm really just thankful for him to, to offer that to you guys. Cause it's a really sick deal in all honesty. Like I don't know anyone, I don't know any company that I've worked with that has, uh, uh, eliminated processing fees. Cause that's really how these kinds of businesses sustain themselves. So super, super grateful for that. If you want more information on that, you're not sure if Hatchpath is right for you, please send me a DM on Instagram at MadsMess. I am happy to talk to you about it and give you more information or connect you with Jordan if you want to have a meeting with him. And yeah, it was such a lovely conversation with him um, a couple of weeks ago talking about true masculinity and the transformations that he has had to um, explore and expand within 
to become the version of himself that is the founder and CEO of a beautiful company now um, and to fulfill his purpose and, and what he's meant to do in this lifetime. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly, highly, highly encourage it. He gives some really, really great advice, especially for men, um, because we have a lot of men who are listening to the podcast now, which by the way, guys, like I'm, I'm super honored because, um, you know, men going through an awakening is a whole different ball game than, uh, women going through an awakening. And that is just a fact that I've seen in my clients and in the collective. And I just feel really, really blessed that I get to be a part of your journey. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I also had an episode last week with Cadence Floria. Um, And if you don't know who Cadence is, he's an incredible artist. Uh, He was an indie artist who ended up signing with um, like a subset of Atlantic Records uh, owned by Garrett Nash, who is an incredible artist as well. Um, I think he's known as like G Nash. on on Spotify um, and his wife him and his wife own like a, a subsector of Atlantic and um, you know we just obviously really like whenever there's more independence in in these major record labels uh, we all know why um, if you don't know why just go and Google it um, there's some stuff that goes on but it was really really cool to talk to him about his journey because he's so young he just turned 23 the other day. And, um, he's been writing music for like 10 years and putting it out for the last like four or five years. And it's music for me that, um, really, really, really like flicks a switch in my mind that had previously gone untapped in all honesty. I discovered him in the process of writing my poetry collection, Sweet Daisies, which if you're going through an awakening, you've gone through some shit in life and you just want someone to, fully encapsulate the emotional intensity of the trauma you've experienced and um, see them come out the other side of it and kind of show you and kind of light the path of how to heal through those traumas. Uh, Sweet Daisies is the book for you. It's these beautifully written little excerpts, little poems, little messages um, that bring you along my journey, but also bring you along your own journey of coming back to yourself. So um, that's that that book is everything to me and um, music is everything to me and so when I was creating Sweet Daisies I knew that I wanted to match a playlist uh, a song for every verse in chronological order on the playlist um, to have you know like a deeper more emotional experience um, reading the collection and I found Cadence through um through that process with his song Ely Ely, which if you're wondering what that is, it's I-L-Y, I-L-Y, like I love you, I love you, but it doesn't stand for that. It's I love you, I lost you. Um, and it's just so, it's such a beautiful song. Um, I seriously recommend listening to it. It was such a healing song for me with one of the verses. I believe it's page 175. I don't know. It's the Amethyst Bath um, verse in the book. If you have the book, you know, just flip to that that section it's in the uh in the becoming in part three um but yeah his music and then I just kind of started exploring the rest of his music and then we chatted I sent him my book um you know helped him promo a little bit of his EP and because he has a new EP that came out in December as well called and so the song E I highly 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 recommend listening to if you want kids in the future or you have kids it's such a beautiful song I think I cried the first time I listened to it in like a really good way um and his music is just is just very different it's very quirky is kind of how I want to put it like it's very quirky um 
R&B folky vibes is like the best way that I could explain it. Um, being that I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about when it comes to music production. Maybe that's not entirely accurate, but that's the vibe that I got with it. Um, and I, I really enjoy it. And it was a dream to talk to him and kind of pick his brain as a fellow creative, because I am the kind of person I'm very analytical despite being very creative. And I love to hear how other people create their art, especially when their art has a huge impact on my life. Huge is the word today. Huge is the theme of the day. I really like it. Um, and um, yeah, I got to you know ask him all these questions that I found personally very um, you know intriguing and uh, you know selfishly was so happy that I got to ask him. But I, I love that you guys got to hear that conversation too, and are maybe exploring his music is very very beautiful. And it was a huge manifestation for me too, because it had been a little bit of time since I had wanted to have him on the podcast. And my ego was like, don't ask him that. Like he's an artist, like he does not want to be bothered. I promise you, like just leave him alone. And despite knowing that that wasn't true because him and I had had conversation, um, you know, just very lightly through DMs and him reading my book and, um, all of that, I knew that that was just my ego being like really scared to step out of my comfort zone and just like ask someone who inspires me to collaborate with me. Um, and I asked him one day, I was just uh, feeling a little ballsy, I think. It had been a really good week of expansion. And I was like, you know what? I'm expanding a lot this week. Let's just take the leap. And I, I kind of felt my my guides, my higher self being like, just send the message, would you? Like, just fucking ask him. Um, and obviously you know how that turned out because he was on the podcast and the episode came out last week. So, um, it was just a really big reminder for me that sometimes, you know, my ego too likes to just say that, you know, things aren't possible for me or, um, you know, why would someone want to bother? Um, but at the end of the day, that's just my ego and I, I can nurture her and remind her that, um, that voice that she is kind of speaking with is not her own. It, It comes from past programming. And to um, not ignore it, but to nurture it and and then make the decision that is going to be ultimately really expansive for me. And it it scared the shit out of me. Like when I sent the message, I was like, oh, oh my God. Um, And then he answered and he was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, that was easy. And so I've been really living by this whole, you know, concept of the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out. And I just feel like that's a lighthearted way of like living life and I don't know, taking risks and taking chances and allowing myself to explore different opportunities that I might have previously limited myself from. Um, And yeah, the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out and that's more than more than okay um, because that means something else will come along and then there's cases where it works out fucking perfectly fine and uh, and I get to have a really beautiful experience like talking to one of my favorite artists so uh, that was a super super cool manifestation uh, that I wanted to share with you and I felt like was uh, quite um, in line with today's episode we do have several more guests um, coming on the podcast I'm very excited I've done so many recordings but I'm trying to space it out so that you guys get like solo episodes, guest episode, solo episodes, guest episode. Um, just cause that's what felt right. I feel like, um, you know, personally for me, like I, I love solo episodes on podcasts. Um, and 
you know, like I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. It's so weird. You know, I, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't spend a lot of time on social media, but I'm on these things. Like I create these things. It's just weird. Um, I've always found that super interesting when it comes to myself, but I guess that's besides the point. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to give you guys the, the, the kind of in between of, um, different kinds of content to consume. I have been back on Instagram, on social media. If you aren't following me there and you've missed that, go ahead, give me a follow at Mads Mess. I have finally figured out how I want to show up and it feels really good. And I just want to say, if you are on my Instagram and, um, you know, you've been, uh, we've, you know, you've been there and I've, I'm back. Um, I just really appreciate like all the love and the community and the encouragement and the support it has made being back on social media feel like a breath of fresh air. Like I just had to like sigh that out because, um, I was really, really like intimidated to go back and, uh, played it up in my head a lot. So I'm like really glad to be back and really glad that you guys are glad that I'm back. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into manifestation. Um, because I, so I've been featured on a lot of podcasts, which again, another dream guys, another manifestation that actually came through. I had written back, I think in January, end of January, maybe beginning of February. Um, maybe I think it was February when I got back from Toronto, I, I have the intelligent change like planner and it's a literal godsend for business owning. Like, oh my God. Um, and there was like a question of like, or maybe like I wrote something down of like, what do I want this week? And I wrote down, I want more aligned podcast features. Like I love collaborating on podcasts and I've had so many of them. Um, so I will link below. I, one of the episodes is not out yet. It'll be out at the end of the month, I believe, or the beginning of next. Uh, but I was also featured on a podcast all the way out in Germany, which if you know about my past life in Germany, um, this was like in some way, very fucking healing for me. Um, very fucking healing for me to be on a podcast out in Germany. Obviously the, the podcast is in English. I'm not fluent in German. Um, but I'm going to link it below. It was such a beautiful conversation and I've been talking a lot about, um, soul contracts on, on podcast features. And then I realized that I've never actually done an episode on soul contracts on my own podcast and soul contracts is literally my field of expertise. <laughs> so you guys can expect that soon. Um, in a, in a coming episode, um, probably one of the next solo episodes is, is going to be that because that's a, that's a whoops on my part, but, um, yeah, all these manifestations have been coming in and I want to talk to you guys about a theme that has, uh, come up a lot, um, in every single podcast, I think that I did, I did three features, uh, in the month of March and or recorded them at least not all of them are out yet, but, um, every single one, my higher self had me talking about Albert Einstein's theory of frequency matching. So I want to talk to you guys about that because it's actually really, really cool. It's scientific. It's literally physics and it has a lot to do with, uh, the law of attraction. So, the law of attraction states that you must act as if the version of you that has what you desire has the manifestation already, right? And I think people hear that and I think get maybe like a little tripped up of like, how can I act like I have something when I don't have it? Like, how can I act like a millionaire when that's like not my financial situation? How can I act like I'm in love when I don't have a partner? Um, and it's actually like quite 
I don't want to say simple because there is this like mind, mind game with the ego as there often is. Um, but basically what the law of attraction is, the first law of manifestation is frequency matching. And this is what Albert Einstein theorized, um, in, in, in a lot of his beautiful work in physics. And basically to simplify frequency matching, what it is, is a particle that vibrates at a particular frequency will attract other particles that vibrate in that same frequency. And that's the law of attraction. So the example that we could give is, you know, if we want to go like very base biology, um, you know, particles that vibrate in the frequency of a leaf are going to attract more particles that vibrate in the frequency of a leaf and therefore they are going to create a leaf, right? Bring that into the human perspective. A human being who vibrates at the frequency of love is going to attract a lot of love because those particles are going to be attracted to the person because they're vibrating in the same frequency. A person who vibrates in the frequency of wealth is going to attract more opportunities to expand their wealth because they vibrate in the same frequency. And I freaking love this theory. And the same thing is with health. Um, Jordan and I talked about that on his podcast. So I will link that below on how he healed himself from um, Lyme disease and a TBI using a Rife machine, which is literally frequency matching. Uh, it's literally an apparatus that was created for frequency matching. Um, and he talks about all that. So I'm going to link that below as well, but frequency matching is where it's at. Um, so whenever you're, you're, you're attracting something and you want something new in your reality, you have to vibrate that way. So let's use money as one of the examples. I'm going to use a few examples to kind of help give this like a well-rounded, uh, perspective for you. If you want to be very wealthy, I want you to envision, you know, whatever number that is for you, it's different for everyone. I want you to envision what you would do with that money. And then I want you to get really clear on how you would behave because right now, chances are you're stressed about money. Maybe you're stressed about your bills. You're pissed off that you have so many bills, um, you know, constant expenses and you got to get gas and gas is going up and fucking broccoli is like $5 and cauliflower is like $7, which blew my mind a couple of weeks ago when I paid $7 for a fucking head of cauliflower. It was absurd. Absolutely insanity. Anyways, not the point. Um, <laughs> but um, I want you to think of how you would feel about money as your wealthy self. Um, you would not be stressed, anxious, or avoidant when checking your bank account. You would be excited, right? So one of the first changes that you can make to frequency match with this wealthy version of you is to get excited to check your bank account. And although it might not be where you want it to be, getting in the energy of being excited about it is actually going to, like we said, frequency match you to the version of yourself, the reality, the physical reality that has the exciting amount that you want to see in your bank account. And I talked about this on another podcast, um, the podcast feature out in Germany, which I will also link below. So many, so much good content for you guys lately, honestly, um, where Jules, the host of Safe Space, had asked me, you know, will people manifest money? And then they say, well, the money's not hitting my bank account. And basically what I explained is that it's not just going to appear in your bank account. It's going to either appear in a gift. Um, so just like maybe like a tax returns where, okay, it could return into your bank account, um, or a check or a refund or, uh, a literal gift or finding money in the street or, and most often I find, um, 
it will appear to you as an opportunity that you must act upon to receive more money, to create more wealth. So, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting more money. You, you want to make a certain amount of money and then spirit keeps leading you. The universe keeps leading you to make certain decisions that will open you up. Um, maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's about starting your own business or a startup or whatever it is, making investments. And you're like, no, I want more money. But that's the universe telling you like, this is the path you need to take to get the, the wealth that you want. So it's important that as much as you have faith on miracles happening in your life, which can happen, it happened to a colleague of mine, probably about a month ago now. Um, she was manifesting this like um, air purifier for her home that cost thousands of dollars and she had it in her cart, but she didn't check out. And I think it was like the next day or like a week later, something, it was a really quick turnaround period. Um, the air purifier shows up at her house with an invoice that says $0.00. She checks her bank statements. She never made the purchase. And the phone number on the invoice is 111111111. Like, it's actually fucking insane how spirit can work with you and through you and, and bless you with miracles like that. Um, so that's a possibility as well when it comes to manifesting anything or money. Um, but also know that sometimes, um, I would say it's like 50, 50, I would say even 60, 40, where you have to take action and, and take up and, um, take upon an opportunity that is going to allow you to move into the the frequency and the reality that you want um but it starts with obviously vibrating at the frequency to attract those opportunities so like the money example wealthy you is not stressed about money and i know how hard this is guys like trust me i was literally homeless three and a half years ago and couldn't afford food so when it comes to these things like trust me i understand what it's like to try and reframe your brain and to reframe your body and rewire your body to not be in like this like cortisol spike and this adrenaline surge. Um, I, I really, really, really understand it. Trust me on that. Um, but it's not about it. Ne- like it's not about never feeling stress. It's about what you're going to do when you feel stress. Um, are you going to succumb to it and get all frazzled and frantic and panicky? Or are you going to allow yourself to take a deep breath and recognize, okay, this is an opportunity for me to frequency match. Where do I want to match my frequency? Again, it's a lot easier said than done. If you want help with this, I do work with clients one-to-one on this. Um, so I'll leave the discovery call link below and we can chat about uh, maybe the right um, service and, and methodology that we can use to help get you to where you want to be with this. This is literally what I help my clients create. And I have a, I'm very proud to say that my clients after working with me, um, whether it's one session or a full program, um, are aligning fully to opportunities that match with the life that they desire creating, not the life that they had. Um, so I will leave that link below as well. I would love to chat with you and work with you, um, on your frequency matching. So, um, yeah, I'll leave that below. And, you know, the same goes with, it's not just money either. It's like the version of you that has your dream job, the version of you that has your dream home. Someone was asking me about this, actually a client in session of like, okay, well, like if I want to manifest a new home, 
how do I do that while living in a space that I know I've outgrown? And my advice for her, the the spiritual guidance for her was um, to care for her home in the same way that she would care for her dream home. So, um, you know, for me personally, when I envision my dream home, it's always clean, probably because I have like a live-in cleaner uh, or have like a maid that comes in like several times a week because uh, that's what I'm manifesting for myself. But right now I'm the maid. So I make sure that in my I currently live in my dream apartment. I will say that I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. Uh, but I make sure that I'm cleaning it all the time and that it's always like, I cleaned my kitchen this morning before recording this podcast. It was the first thing I did when I woke up. Like I'm constantly cleaning it because my beautiful dream home is going to be clean all the time. Um, you know, I take care of my belongings and I, I'm very intentional with what my space is like. And, um, and that's how you can, that was the advice that I, I gave to my client is care for your home in the way that you would care for your dream home. Be as grateful for your current home as you would be for your dream home. Because at one point in your life, this was the dream, right? So gratitude is the other thing that comes in with frequency matching because, um, I think a lot of people, a lot of egos get hung up on um, being really afraid to be grateful for what they have because they think the universe is going to not give them what they want if they're okay with what they have. Um, But the universe doesn't work like that. The universe works on basically an amplification process. So then this is where frequency matching also comes into like a a deeper part of physics is whenever you're vibrating in a particular way. So let's say in gratitude, the universe takes that energy, magnifies it and sends it back to you heavily amplified, heavily, heavily, heavily amplified. So if you're grateful for something, the universe is going to send you more of the things that you're grateful for, right? If you're putting out lack, the universe is going to take that lack and it's going to send you back more lack, because that's what you're vibrating at. The, the universe is an energetic um, mirror, essentially, that is just taking what you have, is expanding it, and sending it back to you. So that's the law of attraction as well, um, and it comes into play with frequency matching. Um, and so being grateful for what you have is going to give you more of what you have. If you're grateful for your home, you're going to get more opportunities to have more homes that you're grateful for because that's what the universe registers it as. If you're really grateful for your career and your job and your role professionally, you're going to get more opportunities to do something even more enjoyable, even more fulfilling, even more money-making because that's how how the universe responds. It's the laws of quantum mechanics. It's the quantum field. It's how it works and it has to do with frequency matching. At the base of it, the theory is frequency matching. It's not even a theory. It's been proven, but um, a theory also doesn't mean not yet proven, by the way. If you're like hearing, well, that's just a theory. Theory doesn't mean not proven. It just means it's a concept. Um, it's a scientific concept. So anywho, anywho, it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> ha ha ha. Um, so that's, um, I'm in a really funny mood, I think, today. Um so that's, that's kind of like the base of it with, with frequency matching and, you know, using money as an example, but the health is the same way. And I really, I'm just going to refer to you guys to the, the episode I did with Jordan on his podcast, what hurts is what works because seriously, like beautiful. Like if you are sick, if you struggle with an autoimmune disease or a mental illness, you know, Jordan and I talk about this and I would love to have him back on our podcast here to talk more into this. I think it's a very sensitive topic and I want us to do it right. 
Um, but Jordan completely healed himself from a TBI and chronic Lyme. I completely healed myself from depression, anxiety, and a really terrible attachment disorder. And now those are like non-existent for me. And Jordan doesn't have Lyme and he's fully healed. And um, that has to also do with frequency matching. Because if you keep telling yourself, well, I'm sick, I am this, I am this, you're claiming that energy as an identity. And one of the biggest switches I made mentally, like mindset wise, when it came to my own mental illness in the past was um, rather than saying, I am depressed, I am anxious. I would make a statement um, that was not I am because I am assumes identity, which I refuse to identify with something that does not feel like where I want to be. Again, frequency matching, mindset reprogramming. I can teach you all about this when we work together. Um, But I wouldn't say I am anxious, I am depressed. I would say I feel anxious, I feel depressed. Right now, I feel like I am struggling with this feeling. And that changed the game for me because when I stopped identifying as depressed, it's not to say that it just went away, guys. Like I had a lot of work to do and my awakening was a really big part of that. And the methodology I use with my one-to-one coaching clients is the methodology that I brought myself through to completely heal myself from my mental illnesses um, and and have beautiful mental health now. But it took like a lot of work. Like I'm, I'm really just simplifying one very small piece of the puzzle here. But you have to, you know, when it comes to frequency matching in terms of health and mental well-being, physical health, um, fitness even, or um, your relationship with food and your body and exercise in any way, you need to stop identifying with the things that make you the opposite. And people are so resistant to this. And I think Jordan and I touched on this a little bit of like, but I am. And it's like, yes, I understand that. Been there. Trust me. I get it. But if you want to move out of it, you're going to have to detach yourself from the identity of what you have, um, have experienced what you are going through. And you're going to have to figure out what identifying with that illness serves you. Right. Um, so I don't really want to go into too many examples of this because I know it's like a really sensitive topic and I'm not trying to be toxically positive. I'm not trying to be insensitive or invalidating because like if you're new to the podcast, I literally, I literally tried to take my own life five years ago. Um, so like, I know, I know what it's like, but I also know that getting to know your own mind and listening to your mind and asking yourself why you feel the way that you feel and not being afraid of your emotions and diving into your emotions and then choosing not to identify with the beliefs that have been programmed into you that cause you to feel like shit and cause you to feel anxious and depressed was the complete life changer for me. Um, and obviously in a very sensitive, you know, scientifically backed way, this is the methodology that I use with my clients. But, um, you know, Jordan and I talked about this on his podcast too, and this is a part of frequency matching. So if you have an autoimmune disease, um, I'm, I'm going to refer you to, to, to listen to that episode with Jordan. I'll have it linked in the show notes below. Um, because, you know, the guy literally healed himself from, from chronic Lyme disease. Like he just doesn't have it anymore. And he talks about all of that. So, um, that again, it's just all a part of frequency matching. And I, I know I can like sense some of you listening to this who are like, yeah, I get it. But like, really? And yes, really. Um, Jordan and I are both living proof of that on two different levels, him physical, myself, mental, 
Um, I would argue actually like it's like all encompassing. Um, for me too, I, I actually, okay, this is actually a really like maybe more lighthearted example. I run 5k, which is I think like 2.2 or two and a half miles for my international, my Americans, everyone else uses kilometers, America, let's go hop on the train. Um, but I run five kilometers several times a week or a few times a week, like three to four times a week. And I was not a runner. So if you're hearing me say this and you're like, well, I'm not a runner. Yeah. I used to identify the same way up until last spring. I kept saying, well, I'm not a runner. I really want to run, but I'm not a runner. Okay. Well, what's stopping me from becoming a runner? The fact that I just didn't try to become a runner and now I'm a runner. So that was one of those things. I had to stop identifying with the limiting belief that I am not a runner and I had to take on the, op- the, the perspective, the mindset, the belief I am a runner. And therefore I then had to act as if I was a runner. Again, the law of attraction acts, act as if, right? And it didn't just happen where like one day I woke up and was like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. And I ran 5k. Even right now, my like time for my 5k is like not where I want it to be. Like I want to shave off several several minutes of my 5k run right now and I want to run a marathon one day so like I'm at the very beginning of my running experience and my my running goals um but I had to ax out the belief that I am not a runner so last spring when I started running oh my god guys it was miserable like I remember I remember feeling really proud um, and rightly so, but there was one day I like ran from one end of the park to the other end of the park without stopping. And I was so proud of myself because I never, I had never been able to do that before. I would just get way too tired. And now I look at it and I'm running like fucking 15, 20 minutes straight without stopping. And you know, realistically that, that run from one end of the park to the other was 45 seconds, but I woke up that day and said, I'm going to act like a runner. And I've woken up every day for the most part since and said, I am acting as if I'm a runner. I'm going to eat like a runner. I'm going to run like a runner. I'm going to train like a runner. And it's not because I woke up and wanted to be a runner. I woke up and decided that I wanted to do something that my body previously couldn't do. I'm the kind of person who doesn't like not being able to do things. I never have. I, I, I like being able to do things. So the, the idea last summer and last spring when I was like, well, I can't run. That fucking pisses me off. I feel so unfit not being able to run. So I was like, well, how, how do I change that? And obviously the solution, the results are being able to run. So I decided that I would take up running. And I actually thought that I didn't know how much I was going to love it because I never really liked running. I liked sprinting. I've been very, very active the majority of my life, um, especially in high school. University was a rough time for me, so we can ax out those four years. But um, in, in high school specifically, I was very, very active and I really loved sprinting. Um, I would sprint after the gym. I would just go outside on the track and just do sprints and sprints and sprints. Um, And short distance is definitely something that I thrive in. And weightlifting is something that I thrive in. And it's easy for me. But running distance has never, ever been easy for me. Uh, But now it is. It's getting a lot easier. Every time I go for a run, it gets easier. 
And that's because I woke up and said, I don't like that I can't do this. So I'm going to make decisions that allow me to do this. And that was my frequency matching. So, you know, your body is capable of, of going beyond the limitations you impose on it. And also remember that your body is a, it literally, it, it's a, it's a biological machine it is also capable and designed, might I add, your body is designed to heal you. So you can heal yourself from illness. There's actually studies on this that have proven scientifically. I love science, okay? I studied sciences when I was um, in high school. That was like my like focus area. And then I went into more of like mental health sciences in university with psychology and criminology because I love a good... I love studying a good fucked up deviated mind, um, or at least I used to. It's not so much my cup of tea anymore, but um, I like understanding the mind and how it works. And um, you know that combined with biology and physics in chemistry is super, super, super fucking interesting because there have been studies that have proven that meditation and reprogramming your mind actually creates a barrier around your cells, an energetic barrier around your cells that stop viruses and bacteria from entering the cells and help with cell regeneration. Um, Age, how do you say age? Um, Not aging. That's not proper English. That's not very scientific, Mads, but you get what I'm saying. Um, And there's actually research being done on this. Um, Meditation has actually also been proven um, to assist neuroplasticity, which is the literal regeneration and rewiring of your brain, which until 10 years ago, scientists did not believe was possible. Um, So you literally can heal your brain. You can heal your body. It's called the placebo effect also, by the way. A really good book actually that I recommend for this is Dr. Joe Dispenza's You Are the Placebo, or honestly, just researching any blind placebo study. Jordan and I talk about this on his podcast as well. Um, Or did we talk about it in the podcast two weeks ago? I think it's in the What Hurts is What Works. It's in the What Hurts is What Works podcast um, where um, he basically talks about how um, placebo, they were in in World War I, um, they were um, out of morphine. And so they would give um, like literally like war vets and like amputees and people who are like, off the battlefield like fresh off the battlefield they would give them saline tell them it was morphine and they would act as if they had morphine it's like it's the placebo effect goes two ways if you don't believe that you can heal yourself you're not going to but if you believe you can heal yourself you're going to so this is kind of like the the brain hacking that's kind of coming into play in the scientific community that is merging the spiritual community into the scientific community to show that frequency matching based off of mindset choosing what you believe and embodying the frequency of what you believe and acting in the frequency that you wish to be in actually allows you to live in resonance with the frequency you desire so to me this stuff is really fucking cool because you know we can heal ourselves we can attract whatever we want into our lives Um, but at the end of the day you have to believe that it's possible for you and I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with because there are a lot of social conditionings and limiting beliefs that cause people to um, believe, and I used to believe this too, um, that you know you can't, that you're limited, that it's not possible for you. It's possible for other people, but it's not possible for you. And I'm just really, really 
grateful that I get to teach you all how to make it possible for you, whether it's through podcasts like this um, and through other podcasts that I'm on that I get to share with you and guests that I get to have on the podcast, I get to share their expertise as well and that I get to collaborate with um, or through the one-to-one work that I do, whether it's teaching you about your soul contract um, or about your past life and karmic cycles that you're playing out right now um, or through coaching and doing breakthrough sessions and um, or going into like the three month plus programs that I offer and really, really, really changing how you view yourself and therefore how you operate in life and the opportunities and experiences you get to create for yourself in your life. I am so, 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 so blessed that I get to teach you all of this. And if you ever have questions about this, please please DM me, please email me. Um, I want to teach you guys more about what it is that you want to know. Um, and if you're ready to go through this experience, then hit me up. Let's have a discovery call. Let's talk and see if, you know, a coaching hour or a coaching program is, um, right for you to get to where you want to be. And yeah, I just, I feel really grateful that, learning about these things and learning about myself and getting in touch with my core self has allowed me to create this life for myself that in turn helps you create the life of your dreams. So kind of beautiful, kind of cool, kind of loving that my soul chose this for me and that I get to, you know, hang out with all of you guys uh, on a weekly basis and talk to you all. Podcast is doing super well, by the way. Um, In December, we had hit 10,000 downloads, like I think the third week of December and we're already at 20,000 and it's been three months of the year. So like I'm losing my mind. I love you guys so fucking much. Um, So any episode requests that you guys have, um, anything that you want to learn about, want to know about, any guests that you would like for me to collaborate with um, and have on the podcast, please let me know. Um, I I want to collaborate with more people and and give you the information that you have because I like picking people's brains and figuring out their perspectives on things and sharing that with all of you. So my actionable for you um, with this episode is to act in a way that your future self acts, but you got to get clear on who your future self is, like who your ideal self, I don't want to say future self. I want to say ideal self. Who's your ideal self? If they're stress-free, how can you eliminate stress? How can you help your mind adapt to dealing with stressful situations? Where do you need to reprogram your mind? How are you going to do that? If you're stuck on the how, come see me. Um, And how are you going to hold yourself accountable in those moments where stress and anxiety and panic want to take over? How are you going to show up for yourself? Um, how are you going to change your, your wiring in that moment? How are you going to choose differently in that moment? So that's the episode for today, my loves. I feel like it was quite rambly, but I think there's some, some good stuff in it anyway. And next week, hold on a second here. Let me make sure I've got my dates right. This is going up on the 10th. Okay. Okay. Um, this is going up on the 10th and next week you guys are going to be hearing from an incredible guest. She's a great friend of mine and I'm really, really excited because she's talking about a lot of really, really cool, um, ways that she helped manifest her dream life and how she's continuing to do so. Um, you know, despite, having a a recent really tragic loss in her family and how that has impacted her mental health. Um, So we're, we're diving into that next week and I'm super, super, super excited about that. So I hope you enjoyed this a little bit more rambly solo episode. I hope you enjoy frequency matching. You're going to hear me talk about this a lot. It's something that I've known about for the last 
three, four years, three years, something like that. And I just haven't talked about it. And so I feel like my higher self has been urging me to talk about it for a reason. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope it makes sense for you and go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you. And I'll see you in our next episode with our incredible guest. Thank you.